Think about your recent job site. Think about how many light towers you had, how many generators, how many heaters burning up fuel. Now consider that two thirds of that fuel input is being lost to the environment. Even with high efficiency machines, this lost doesn't sound too sustainable. And if we're all working towards net zero, let's see if we can address this inefficiency. I'm Jonathan, and this is the Digging Deeper podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com. This episode features an interview with Mark Malikoff, Director of Thermal Intelligence. If you're unfamiliar with the company, Thermal Intelligence is an equipment manufacturer out of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Mark and his co-founder each have 10 years of heating experience. Part of that has been seeing firsthand in dealing with equipment that didn't meet their standards for reliability, connectivity, and efficiency. And that's what led them to this journey to develop Basecamp and in bringing a sustainable solution to construction job sites throughout the U.S., Canada, and even all the way up in cold Alaska. So the construction industry has been driven towards more and more sustainability issues. And there's a lot of concerns and a lot of attention towards environmental impact and reducing carbon emissions wherever possible. What does sustainability mean to thermal intelligence? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And, I, you know, I guess uh, I'd say that we believe that sustainability means operating in a manner that is, you know, not only beneficial for the planet, but also makes economic sense for industry. You know, there's, there are many environmental initiatives that really are simply cost prohibitive and therefore not adopted or, you know, they are adopted, but it puts added burden on the stakeholder and project owners. And, you know, whereas a solution that is beneficial for the environment and has a strong economic justification is it's a true win-win. And it's these win-win solutions that will ultimately allow a sustainable transition to a lower carbon society. Now, from what I understand, um, what you guys make is a uh, base camp is like a three-in-one combo. Um, and I've seen a light tower and a generator combo. Um, and I've seen separate indirect flame heaters. But Basecamp in- integrates these all three of these together into a mobile combined heat and power system or um, what I've seen, uh, CHP for abbreviation. Typically, you would see a CHP system as like, you know, a, a large multi-million dollar add-on to industrial plants. And it, you know, it's there to help utilize the energy that's typically wasted from the, you know, tremendous amount of waste heat byproduct. But, you know, as you mentioned, there's, you know, there's light tower generators and there's separate, you know, indirect fired heaters and stuff. And a typical light tower generator is only about 33% efficient. And those separate, you know, indirect flame heaters are only about 50% efficient. So there's, you know, there's a lot, there's a big amount of loss in that, you know, traditional heating overall system. And that results in, you know, extremely high fuel bills and really unnecessarily high greenhouse gas emissions. And then there's also, you know, call it three in one that take, you know, a generator, take some lights, take a heater and kind of strap it down on a trailer, but you still have that overall system operating at not a very efficient manner, you know, whereas the base camp takes that same principle of utilizing the waste heat, but scales it down to almost a, 
micro or even nano level and allows the base camp to operate at a 97% efficiency with that integrated three-in-one design. And what this does is it drastically reduces the end user's fuel bill, which I'm sure is on everybody's mind right now with the cost of fuel and, and where things are at, and also reduces the corresponding amount of greenhouse gas emissions. And fuel, um, is are we talking just straight gas or diesel, propane? Oh, what kind of fuel are we talking here? Yeah, diesel. The unit the unit operates. It's a tier four final engine with uh, no DEF. So our customers like hearing that that there's no no DEF required because there's still some logistics being figured out regarding that that solution there. But it's a tier four final engine, so it runs very clean and it's a diesel uh, platform. Sure. Is do you does Basecamp have options like can you use the light tower and generator without the heater? Yeah, you bet. You know, any of the options can be used one at a time or all together at once. You really just, you know, depending on the needs of the site. And, you know, also the, as an example, the base camps light tower is an available option. So there, there are some customers that, you know, do not require lights. And so they can order the base camp without the lighting package as well. Oh, that's cool. You guys are up in Canada. So like getting that heater going during the cold construction months, it's probably pretty important. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, you know, we're we're used to the cold up here, but uh, we we've had equipment running in northern Alaska, northern Canada, which is you know we're even southern Canada is north compared to some other places and stuff, but northern up in some diamond mines and stuff in northern Canada and in some pretty harsh uh, remote conditions, as cold as uh, you know up in Alaska it was I think minus fifty. Uh, some temperatures that they incurred and the feedback was great from the field that the unit performed really well and gave them uh, definitely enough heat for what they were needed. And we're very happy with the starting capabilities. That's always a question in the cold is how does it start? And it's a reliable Kubota engine in the unit and and starts quite well in the cold. So, Explain to me um, the paradox here. It seems like a paradox. Wouldn't the heat creation and light tower cause more fuel consumption? How how can this machine be efficient? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it, it's interesting as far as uh, in that regard, you know, as previously mentioned, a typical generator is, is really only about a third efficient. So with the input energy coming in through the fuel that the, that the engine is uh, combusting, only about a third of that input energy is converted into mechanical energy on the shaft. And a third is lost to radiant heat off the engine, and a third is lost as waste heat out of the exhaust. And so another way to think of that is, you know, for every hundred dollars of diesel you put in a generator, you know, only thirty-three dollars is actually making it as a deliverable energy uh, product, with you know sixty-six dollars just lost to their ambient environment. So the base camp, you know, captures this waste heat and incorporates incorporates it into its clean heat delivery system. So, you know, therefore very little energy is wasted um, because we're capturing that waste heat, which is like that CHP combined heat and power um, design, which results again in lower fuel bills and reduced greenhouse gas emissions. And I understand the base camp received the Green Seals coveted certification of environmental innovation, which is quite a title. Uh, <laughs> what does this certification mean? What goes into earning this? And what's Green Seal? There's 
50,000 questions. Yeah, yeah. No, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, you know, it's something we're we're really proud of. Um, I spearheaded that project and it was a rigorous 14-month process, you know, following EPA and ISO certification standards. We worked with Green Seal's team of scientists, engineers, PhDs, and, uh, you know, there was a public peer review to verify the base camp's environmental claims and, you know, really validate the environmental achievement for uh, end, end users utilizing the base camp in their operations. And, you know, the, just as a bit of background too, so Green Seal is a global nonprofit. It's based in Washington, D.C. And, you know, their Green Seal certification mark is a universal symbol that a product meets the highest benchmark of health and environmental leadership. So, like I said, it was a, it was a rigorous, long process that we went through. But um, we're we're pleased that we we've got that across the finish line, and you know our uh, our clients as well have uh, appreciated the fact that we're bringing them a solution that's got a third party independent you know validation verification on it, and not just a hey take our word for it kind of thing. It's actually no, we've gone out and sought out you know a universal symbol from a third party um, independent you know, process that's following, you know, like, as, as I mentioned, the EPA and ISO certification standards, and it takes the pressure off them of knowing like this is, you know, a green certified piece of equipment. In that whole process, did they give you like feedback or clues to what of Basecamp earned the certification? Yeah, it, it's really, you know, uh, related to the, that integrated three-in-one design. And so, as I mentioned earlier, you know, it's not just taking three items and kind of strapping them together because you'd still have the losses in that overall system, but it's the integration, you know, that, you know, CHP design uh, is what allowed it to um, earn that, that certification uh, as well. And then how much power is actually being generated for like the generator portion of it? I mean, if you can really separate them, the three, but how much power is being generated? Yeah, no, actually all the, you know, the the functionality has got its own metrics as far as being measured and whatnot. So, you know, the the base camp, it generates 27 kilowatts of continuous power generation. And then for the lighting package, it's 192,000 lumens of LED light, which is the equivalent of about six 1,000 watt metal halide lights of lighting. And then as far as on the heat output, you know, one base camp will replace two 350,000 BTU indirect fired units. So you could call it, you know, a 700,000 BTU equivalent unit. This isn't just another equipment on the site. There's smart technology built in. You, you mentioned every single portion has metrics. So this kind of provides owners access to data via a mobile app. What, what type of data uh, is being captured and how how does this benefit? Yeah, you know, uh, appreciate the question. You know, it's our, we call it Smart Talk. It's a proprietary system that um, is our own. We've developed in, in-house and it provides 24-7 two-way communication. And, you know, what really, what it does is, you know, as an example, it'll notify users of any service interruptions, even before they happen. Uh, you know, for example, the base camp can send a text or email notifying the user that the unit's getting low on fuel or has a clogged air filter or any other item that might require service attention. And then, you know, you mentioned the metrics and data and everything being captured. So every single piece of operating data, both real time and historical, is available through SmartTalk. 
You know, so as an example, monthly fuel usage or uptime reports can easily be generated with a push of a button, um, including, you know, we have a remote thermostat on the unit that can be placed inside of space. So for any like concrete pours or anything, if you have stringent QA, QC standards and it needs to maintain at a certain temperature, you can just set the unit, it'll maintain that temperature. And then at the end of the job, you could also print off a report showing that temperature main during the entire duration of that critical concrete pour as well. That's crazy. And you don't, it'll save contractors time from driving to the site, checking things out. They could just have it from the mobile office or just the headquarters. Yeah, like we've had in the past uh, clients that they had units operating out in a uh, remote location and it was during Christmas break. And instead of having to send guys paying an absurd amount of overtime to just go and check a heater and see if it's running, they just logged on online, saw its units working, saw the temperature inside their space. So knew that temperatures were being maintained and, you know, saved a lot of labor and time and, you know, just overall just operated efficiency. There's we kind of, you know, say there's, it's, uh, you know, 20, 2022, there's cars that can drive themselves. Like there's got to be a better way to operate some of this construction equipment on site. And, you know, we think that uh, Smart Talk is a real step in the right direction with that. Yeah, there's so much technology out there that's being applied to so many different angles and facets in a regular life and now into construction. Why not apply it and apply some smart technology towards... Um, our fuel generators, our generators, our powers and the lights and heating systems makes sense. Totally agree. And, you know, labor is becoming more and more of a challenge. That's a common theme that, you know, we we're hearing across lots of industries. And so if you have ways to help um, just operate smarter and, and, and more efficiently and maybe not have as much labor um, burden on your site, then that's a, you know, that's a big advantage as well for, uh, you know, contractors and, and service providers. What type of construction sites and type of contractors have used Basecamp so far? Yeah, it's a pretty wide, that's a pretty wide uh, array, but, you know, it was kind of lightning around a couple, a uh, couple of them off there and it's, you know, operated doing the Basecamp's been on sites where they've been, you know, commercial building construction, bridge construction, flood remediation, restoration, windmill installations, uh, power line installations, as I mentioned, concrete pours, pipeline projects, industrial project constructions, gas plants, well sites, I guess, you know, pretty well anywhere that temporary heat is needed. The consensus from the field is that the base camp is a tremendous solution for the job. Awesome. Is there any um, notable buildings that we might be familiar with? Uh, again, it's it's probably more of like the, the geo, there's some major projects that the units have been on um, across, you know, US and, and Canada. And, you know, uh, there's, there's units as far as north as North Pole, Alaska, that always kind of catches people's attention when it's, you know, you're getting up there, you know that it's cold when you're operating up there. But as I just mentioned, some of the diamond mines up in Northern Canada and, uh, you know, everything from major infrastructure projects to uh, small gas stations getting built have been able to benefit from the three-in-one integrated design of the base camp. So it sounds like a very exciting um, way to 
find some efficiencies that you probably never thought of before. How would a contractor get their own base camp? Yeah, you know, the easiest way, I guess, is just pick up the phone, give us a call. I'll, I'll plug the, the 1-800 number here, 1-855-554-4344. But really, it's, you know, give us a shout, talk to one of our technical specialists, and, you know, it allows us to better understand, you know, the contractor's needs and assess if the base camp is right for them. And based upon the large, you know, application um, array that the base camp is a fit for, I'm, I'm going to guess that there it is probably a good fit. But you know, we want to make sure that uh, you know it's uh, not square peg round hole that you know the contractor's needs are understood, and we are providing the best solution possible. Do you find a lot of contractors uh, need this? Uh, as a permanent fixture for their job sites or can they like rent it case by case basis? Yeah, like we have, you know, we sold units across Canada and US and so we have rental partners as well. So if it was more of a short term thing, they could definitely we could put them in touch with one of our rental partners and um, just really based upon the needs of of what they have going on. And again, there's uh, like, as I mentioned, depending on the workflow and what there is, but everything from major projects to, you know, a gas station being built in town um, where a contractor actually owned their own indirect fired units and they parked them on the side of the site because they were saving enough money um, getting the unit uh, from one of our rental providers. So there's, there's just a more efficient, better way of doing things. And I think one thing too is, you know, some feedback we get is from contractors of um, that's not what I thought it was going to be. I didn't realize that existed. And it's just like, well, it's never existed before. So it's it's hard to maybe envision sometimes how it fits in the workflow without, um, you know, seeing it look, touch and feel is, is the best way. And really just start with a conversation and based upon, you know, our years of heating experience and, you know, just being um straight up it's just hey this will be a right tool for the job yes or no and let's see what's let's see what's on the go yeah it's a great moment when you find a new purchase or a, a new machine that you're renting and something go oh my god this is helping me so much and i didn't even think about it before yeah the typical like compared to a traditional solution the typical cost savings are anywhere from you know five to ten thousand dollars a month even twelve thousand dollars a month on savings, uh, predominantly related to the fuel savings. And again, it's due to that three-in-one integrated green seal certified design. And that's that's one of the big things that, you know, I think some people tout about fuel savings and what's available and stuff, but, you know, having that third-party independently verified innovative design and then having it on the sites, the contractors, the consistent theme that comes back is, you know what, this, this unit burns exactly as much fuel as you said it would. And, uh, you know, uh, pleased with how small the fuel bill is at the end of the day. Where can listeners find more information? I know you gave us the, the 800 number. Can you give us that again and maybe your website? Yeah, you betcha. Uh, so again, phone number one 554 And it's www.thermalintelligence.com. And, you know, we have a virtual demo. And... Uh, that's something that's available. So if you go on the site, there is an opportunity to book and schedule a virtual demo. And, you know, as I mentioned, the best way is to look, touch and feel. And probably the, the second best is this virtual demo that we came up with that gives uh, end users the, 
the capability to, you know, through remotely get a, a good idea of the unit and its capabilities and specifications. Well, thank you very much for talking to me today. Really appreciate you work with us trying to figure out just chipping away at that emotions and being as sustainable and environmentally friendly as possible. We'll get there. And that about does it for this episode. Thank you again to Mark and Thermal Intelligence for speaking with us today. And thank you for listening. Check back next time for another episode of Digging Deeper, one of the podcasts hosted by 4constructionpros.com. As always, stay safe out there.